0: Connecting Indigenous musicians and artists to the world. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars with your host, Rhonda Head.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to the show this evening. I'm coming to you live from uh, Pasqua cree Nation in Begetti, Manitoba, the heart of, of Pascha-Cree Nation. So I'm glad to be with you again tonight. Tonight is my 65th show, so I'm really excited about that. And I also wanna thank Stay at Home Manitoba. They awarded me a grant uh, and they're they giving out a whole bunch of grants to a bunch of to of artists uh, on on uh, ways how we can cr- uh, create some kind of entertainment and, or, and encourage people to stay safe at home during this pandemic. So I wanna give a big shout out to the province of Manitoba for awarding these grants to different, Different um, uh, arts organizations, and and for myself too, for for Indigenous superstars, I've uh, enabled to and it enabled me to introduce some really fantastic musicians and and uh, people in the polo Trail. So I'm really excited that that uh, Stay at Home Manitoba awarded me a grant, and I also want to uh, remind people that on Friday we're. Uh, a couple of organizations in Manitoba, and I got approached too to do a concert, a virtual concert, to fundraise for the the homeless people in Winnipeg. And last week, the temperatures were at, were at a uh, really brutal minus fifty in the minus fifty range. It was really, really super cold, and and uh, the homeless were struggling to keep warm and to find food and a whole bunch of organizations and awesome people got together to start fundraising and and helping out the the homeless in Winnipeg and and, and they approached me so I'm going to be hosting a a virtual concert on Friday so I hope you tune in there's the there's the poster that that, that was made and and uh, all the organizations that that are on board Got some comments here. I'm assuming that's Jimmy Lee. He's always tuning in. Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy Lee, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's you. <laughs> Love you, sis. Love you, too. Thank you for tuning in. And I'm just going to read the bio of my next um, my next guest. It's on my, my iPhone, so I'm gonna, I have to... Make it a little bit large so I could read it properly. (laughs) That's what happens when you get older, you start losing your eyesight. Hi, Kim. Welcome to the show again. Nice to see you on. Oh, another thing I forgot to mention. I I ordered my new, or I went and purchased my new reverse Jets jersey, and I just love it. And it's the, uh, where is it? Assistant captain, so, of course, it's number 50, 55. Okay, Bobby Rose, Trudy Stevenson, hello. Bobby Rose, Angela Valley, Rochelle Kelly. Nice, yeah, thanks. I love my jersey. It's uh, number 55, Shifley, and everyone knows that I'm, I'm a big fan of of Shifley. Okay, Jeremy Allen, he's an Inuit, is an active flautist, saxophonist, and pedagogy. Pedagogy? Is that how you, I, hope you I said that correctly? <laughs> in the Westman region of Manitoba, deeply invested in musical excellence, Jeremy dabbles in all facts of music composition to performance to music education and musicology, living to become the total musician. Born in Brandon, Manitoba, Jeremy soon found himself living in the Musagagan Cree Nation shortly after his mom found her first teaching job fresh out of university, moving to the PA in 2005 where he settled until 2018. Jeremy began his musical roots under the direction of Jeff Ings and Heather Gibson in middle and high school. Currently enrolled in the Bachelor of Flute Performance at Brandon University under the tutelage of Professor Nancy Hennon, Jeremy has maintained an active performing career in Manitoba, but has also appeared in ensembles or as a soloist in Saskatchewan, Alberta, Ontario, North Dakota, and South Dakota. Coming up, Jeremy is auditioning for his master's in wind conducting across Canada, with hopes of someday performing a doctorate to become. Oh, someday pursuing a doctorate to become a university-level band director. Jeremy's primary teacher for. Uh, for flute have been Nancy Hansen, Lisa Bo Sandberg, and Laurel Ridd, saxophone Matthew Steckler and Wendy McCullum, and conducting Wendy McCullum and Andre Hope I hope I didn't, I hope I didn't. I hope I didn't uh, <laughs> so please welcome Jeremy. Hi Rhonda, how are you? Hi everybody. Hi, I just gonna acknowledge Tony he's he's tuning in from Sydney Australia so so welcome Tony thanks for tuning in and I'm glad you're tuning in tonight too with witness Jer- Jeremy I'm, I he's going to give us an awesome performance tonight on his his magical flute
2: <laughs> so how are you I'm doing fabulous. I'm back in the paw from Brandon for um, the reading week. Um, So I'm just super excited to be home with my family and uh, getting to see everybody back here up in the north. Um, So, yeah, I'm doing fabulous. Yeah.
1: Awesome. So you're just like pretty well next door across the bridge from me.
2: You bet. You bet. (laughs) Oh,
1: that's so cool. Very cool. So I have a couple of questions I want to ask you. How did you, what inspired you to get into music? So um, I
2: started band really late. Um, It was something I only started in grade 10, um, halfway through grade 10. Uh, Most people had been playing music for four or five years up until that point. Um, So I came in really, really, really uh, behind and below where everybody was. So my band director at the time, Heather Gibson, um, encouraged me to go to the International Music Camp um, in North Dakota, um, where I learned so much. Um, I met one of my future mentors, uh, uh, Laurel Ridd there, who gave me so many tools and I came back to MBCI. Um, just rip-roaring and ready to go. I, was, I had so much newfound knowledge and I really improved over the one week. And I kind of just wanted to make my life about that. Um, so that's really where I decided I had a love for music. I always knew I wanted to be a teacher ever since I was a kid. Um, and that just made me decide that um, I really wanted to go into music education and performance is because you know it, the inspiration that I got from some of my fabulous mentors at IMC. Um, I wanted to do that for other people in the future.
1: That is so awesome. So, so, um, what attracted you to the flute? How did you uh, decide to play the flute? Um.
2: Well. When you go into, um, and I tried out for band in grade six, um, but I didn't go through with it. Um, I remember sitting in the room and nobody could make a sound on the flute. You get you get in and they get you to blow on the flute like this and everybody would go. Tsk, tsk, tsk. But I was the only one in the room that could get a clear sound out of a head joint. I was the only one. And um, I remember Jeffings looking at me and he said, you're gonna be a flute player. Um, and I was like, oh, dear, because <laughs> that's I was like, oh, no, this is where all of the girls that, you know, I'm going to be put in the back. I wanted to uh, sit in the back row with my friends um, who are playing trumpet. But um, so but I just loved it. And um, um, it's it's really something that I've excelled at. I played saxophone in the um, jazz ensembles at MBCI. And I I still take lessons. I double on flute and jazz saxophone at Browning University, so that's something I keep up as well. Um, So yeah,
1: that's cool. I I remember when I when I was in the high school, junior high, like grade six, too. They 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 come to you. They come to the grade sixers and they uh, introduce the instruments. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and I remember that I wanted to. Um, that I I w- always wanted to play a wind instrument, a wood in the woodwind section. So I tried the um, the clarinet, and I totally fell in love with it. And and uh, I totally excelled in it. I I, was, I got A plus all the time every every uh, year I took it, and and then uh, I I graduated or I moved on to the the alto clarinet so oh, wow. and Tony says how about a few bars of take five on the sacks here <laughs> everybody's got that memorized for sure <laughs> now, a, a Facebook user can you can you um, type your name it's not showing up on my feed but he's the Facebook user said I'm 27 I'm going back to school for my grade 12 di- diploma they they're saying they feel embarrassed, but don't feel embarrassed at all. They're, 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 it, it, it's always a great time. Doesn't matter how old you are, and going back to school is a great accomplishment. And but I can't wait to see more goals open to achieve. I would love uh, to try the flute. It's relaxing. Good job, Jeremy. So so yeah, don't um, feel embarrassed to go back to school. I think it's 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 a wonderful. Um, it's wonderful that you're you're going back to school. It's great. Oh that's Rochelle Kelly okay yeah just it's it's not it's not uh nothing to be ashamed of at all my my late mom graduated um uh when she was 62 with her master's degree so she's one of my role models and I love her and and it it she inspired me to to continue to learn and matter even though I'm getting older I'm always always learning new things so, so, Jeremy, are you ready to play your first flute piece? Yes, I am
2: definitely ready. Um, so the first piece of music that I have um, to play for everybody tonight um, is a piece for solo flute um, called Syrinx uh, by Debussy. Um, and this is a piece um, that features a lot of musical space. It's a fairly recent piece in terms of what we'd call classical music. Um, so it's definitely a little bit different than what um, people are used to hearing when it comes to, you know, the classical music umbrella term that we kind of fall under. But um, yeah, so here is Davy C. Thank you, Janet.
1: Awesome, that was so beautiful.
2: Thank you, thank you.
1: Well, I, I wanted to, to, to um, also say when I, I remember when we were we were uh, being ex, uh, exposed to all these instruments when you're in grade six and grade seven and 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 yeah, I tried the flute too, and it was it was really difficult to to play and, and to you have to have a. a, a your lip has to be formed in such a way where you're blowing that air into the into that flute piece to make to create the sound. So I think it's so amazing when when uh, people when I hear people play that instrument because I understand how hard that that instrument is to play because I had a hard time doing it. And but when I when I played the clarinet, it was pretty easy for me and just the control with the reed and. And, and tonguing, and, and it was just, uh, I, I really enjoyed it, too. I really excelled in band, but um, I, I moved to Winnipeg when I was 16 years old, and then when the school that I attended in Winnipeg didn't have a band program, so I had to, I had to uh, give up on that, and I ended up graduating in, in um, at the University of Winnipeg Collegiate, so I didn't have a band program there, too. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And I so, think... You-
2: everybody's everybody's different you know um you put a flute in front of me you put a saxophone in front of me and I can play you wondrous things I can do uh, amazing things on the clarinet you put an oboe in front of me and there's no freaking way I'd be able to do anything <laughs> same thing with any brass instrument I'm horrible um even piano to a certain extent I'm not very good so everybody's built differently obviously you found great success as a singer and you know my encouragement to everybody uh Who's interested in music is if you tried piano once um, and it didn't work for you, try something else because, you know, if I gave up after taking a week of piano lessons like I did, um, I would be not where I am right now. So, uh, definitely, everybody who's um, been discouraged by music, don't because there's so many different options that you can take for pursuing your dreams with music.
1: That's so true and so different, so many types of genres too,
2: yeah exactly uh,
1: it's just it's just uh, limitless exactly yeah yeah, mm-hmm. so I wanted to ask you do do you compose any of your do you have any of your own compositions,
2: yeah, so I'm actually working on a piece right now, um it's a suite for flute and piano um on indigenous folk songs um because i i got into i was in a taking part um, in a Q&A session with um, um, uh, an Indigenous flautist uh, a few weeks ago, and it's something I've been thinking about. I remember asking my flute teacher at Brandon University, Nancy Hennon, um, you know, if you know of any Indigenous music that I can play for a recital or something, because I want to put that side of me you know our music and our instruments are a way for us to represent ourselves and um you know it's 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 difficult for me because there's no music written out there for me to express my indigenous heritage and i grew up on moose lake um there's nowhere for me to um, express myself in that way so instead of complaining or feeling down about it um i decided you know what i'm going to be the one that writes up piece so i'm working on it um and i mean i don't know when i'm going to get it done I, it's definitely in the works um you know i'm it's probably going to be one of my capstones for my flute playing before i go into conducting um but yeah um i i am working on my own suite for flute and piano for uh, indigenous folk songs which i'm really excited about
1: yeah, I can't wait to hear it when it's complete. Mm-hmm. So I, just to I read some of the comments uh, from some of the viewers. Kim Patterson said, "I played accordion, clarinet, and flute when I was young. It's amazing how many musicians are multi-talented." <laughs> and and yeah. Janet says, "You're amazing." Oh, thank you, Janet. <laughs> and Tony said, "Quick, quick tips before you go on the saxophone. My repertoire." At this stage is only happy birthday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, um, you know, I Real Pro. you can get um, so many jazz standards on there. Um, definitely, if you go on to um, YouTube and just look up Alto Sax backing tracks, you can get free sheet music with free accompaniments. Um, I use it to sight read, but I definitely have students use them as um, recital pieces for right now. Um, because we're in the pandemic, we can't collaborate with pianists. So um, definitely digitalizing yourself and um, moving on to the screen uh, will help you with that. So, yeah, for sure. Like, definitely check out YouTube and iReal Pro. Um, they have some amazing resources, especially for beginning musicians
1: that's so awesome. Janet is my sister and she's tuning in from Winnipeg and, and I just want to share a story about her cuz cuz uh when when we're out in public or when people find out that, she, that I'm her sister, they ask her, "Can you sing?" and she goes and, and this is for you to hear too Tony in Australia. She goes, "Can you when they ask her if she sings, she 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 says, "I can only sing happy birthday." <laughs>
2: That's so funny. That's so funny. Um, My brother is the same way. Um, Apparently, um, every time my grandma lives in Saskatoon, and um, apparently every time when he goes there, all of uh, her friends, uh, she lives in a 55 plus condo area. And all of my grandma's friends will ask ask my little brother, oh, um how's music going how's music going so he changed his facebook bio to no i'm not the music one (laughs) so (laughs) i totally get that um your sister and my brother will have to have a brunch someday uh (laughs) to talk about uh living under the shadow (laughs) she said she sings
1: happy birthday really well (laughs)
2: I mean, for my singing capabilities, that's as good as I can do sometimes as well. So do not feel bad.
1: Maybe her and Tony can collaborate. He could play uh, a saxophone and Janet could sing. (laughs) So Tony says, thank you, Jeremy. My only fan in my my neighborhood when I practice is the cat next door.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to try that for my cat someday. <laughs> he seems to not like me half the time, so maybe maybe I'll
1: try that out. <laughs> I'll I, take a just want to let the people tuning in to uh, Musagaikan Muslake is like an hour away from Alaskerak Cree Nation, so it's really close by. And and uh, or we were we were talking earlier, and we we're talking about how we're always laughing all the times and and <laughs> joking around and just uh, having fun. So. It, are you ready to play your next piece? Yes,
2: I am. So going in the other direction of the musical uh, sphere, I guess, I'm gonna go into the Baroque period of music and play you some Bach. And this comes from his most famous suite for flute, his Partita in A, which is written for solo flute. Um, And I'm going to play for everybody his Boré Anglais, um, which is the final movement of his suite. (laughs)
0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: Wow, that was beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I'm sure the 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 um viewers really enjoyed that. I know I did. Thank you so much for for playing that for us. <laughs> thank so you. Beautiful. So beautiful. Uh, oh, the hearts are coming. Love it made me smile.
2: Oh, thank you.
1: Some hearts coming there. Yeah, that's awesome. It's so beautiful. I, I just love classical music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially, I just it just takes me away to another. Uh,
2: yeah,
1: it t- t- it gets me traveling. You know, it takes yeah, me. For sure. Yeah. Oh, Miss Fan um, Anna
2: Anna Bulio, um, is one of my former teachers. I miss her. She's one of my
1: favorites. So thank you so much for oh, tuning in. And Kim said, "Is the one." Is that the one you really love playing? I love playing Bach. Every
2: flute player loves Bach. Um, My flute teacher is um, a specialist in the uh, time period that Bach was composing.
1: Oh, Shireen, hi Shireen. Thanks for tuning in. She said, I'm so proud of you. Thank you for playing this. Wow. And Andrew Legany, my, my accompanist, great job, Jeremy. Thanks for tuning in.
0: Mm -hmm. Thanks,
1: Andrew. Tony from Australia said, Awesome, there's hope for my neighbor's cat. (laughs) 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 And Kim said, It seemed like you were light and smiling.
2: Mm -hmm. So, a beret is a dance, so it's always nice and lively and super fun. So, um, yeah, I just love playing those types of music. So, yes, thank you.
1: Yeah, so beautiful. So I wanted to ask you another question. Um, you said you're 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 going into conducting. Can you can you share a little bit with us about that? Yeah. So um, conducting,
2: it's I've always wanted to be a teacher, and I've always I've always known that. Um, I've had some really great role models uh, for band directors, Heather Gibson, who we have. I've had the opportunity to work with so many um music educators across Manitoba and we have such an amazing band director in the Paw. Um and she really inspired me to um pass uh, on to the next generation just um enthusiasm and joy and respect for music. Um and then of course Dr. Wendy McCollum one of the best conductors in Canada. Um I I have um uh, the great fortune of having her as a mentor, not just for conducting, but one-on-one as my saxophone teacher too. Um, so it's something that um, I think that suits me better. I'm a better public speaker than I am somebody who I, I'm, I've always have fit in better with crowds than I have as a soloist. Um, so getting up on stage and performing a recital, I always get the nerves and I get the shakes, and it's something that. Um, I don't want to spend the rest of my life worrying about, um, whereas when I start, uh, when I get up on stage and I start wave, waving my stick around, it's just so much fun. I get to smile at my ensemble. We really get to connect. Um, we all are feeling the same vibrations um, in the in the stage. We're all feeling the same music um we're all together and that to me that human connection is just so important and so special when it comes to music so that's that's what uh made me go into conducting now i'm looking at a few schools um across canada um i've met i've had the opportunity to work with so many amazing um conductors uh through imc and through various workshops um that come through Manitoba. I'm not sure where I'm going to head off yet. Um, I'm also looking at master's in flute degrees still um, in case my life goes down that route. But I conduct my own uh, uh, flute choir at Browning University. The Brandon University Flute Choir is my ensemble. And um, we've performed publicly. We did, we toured care homes um, pre-COVID um, for holiday concerts. Um, so just being able to showcase not just my talent, but the talent that um, I can bring out in other people and the inspiration that I can give to other people really um, makes me want to continue with conducting as opposed to flute. flutes. So, um, but yeah, I really owe that just all the way down to Wendy McCollum and Heather Gibson. They're just amazing, amazing, amazing role models for me.
1: That's awesome. So... Ta-da! Ask you
2: to play one more piece before
1: we end the show. Yes, for sure. Um, so okay. I have a piece
2: by um, a Canadian composer. Um, his name is Denis Goujon, um, uh, a Quebecois composer. Um, and his flute piece that I'm going to be playing is um, a piece of the avant-garde era. Um, it's called Oiseau Blaise, which means the injured bird in French. Um, so, it's going to sound a little bit different. This is definitely something um, that kind of reaches out of the classical uh, realm of music and goes into Impressionism. Um, I'm just going to see if you can see me here. I'm using my key or my laptop as a music stand right now. So, uh, I'm trying to maneuver this. But yeah, uh, this is called Voiseau Blessé um, for solo flute.
0: Mmm,
2: thank you
1: that was so interesting you just caught my attention with that yeah
2: it's very different compared to what you normally hear eh
1: it was like very dramatic it just brought me right in (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was awesome yeah yeah. thank you thank you Rada. yes so we're coming to the end of the show now is there anything you want to share or any parting words you'd like to share Yeah, well, I
2: just think um, for anybody who wants to take part in music in any way, just go for it. This is my life's passion. This is so many other people's life's passion, just like it is yours, Rhonda. Um, You know, um, there's just so many people who get discouraged. Um, You know, I know I did. I remember walking into um, music school, my first year of university and everybody was talking about their favorite composers and their favorite artists. And they were all of their favorite artists were Debussy and Bach and Mozart. And I was like, you know, I just like Britney Spears. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> so definitely don't dis- get discouraged by, um, music. It's intimidating. It's stressful at times, but, you know, find your hobby, find your passion. Uh, that's that's the most important thing when it comes to those of us who um, are musicians and especially those of us who are Indigenous musicians. We have the added responsibility of um, keeping our traditions um, at the forefront because, you know, it's so important to keep that kind of knowledge and keep that kind of um, culture um, in our, um, you know, in our repertoire, Uh or else we're going to lose it and we can't lose it. So, um, you know, especially if you're an Indigenous person looking to um, get into music, definitely, definitely, definitely. It's so important.
1: It is very important. And yeah, uh, uh, for myself, like I started off with classical music too and singing in French, Italian, Latin. And I I was learning all these different languages. and, And what for me... Uh, I was kind of put a hold on that. I said, whoa, I I should be learning my own language. So that's how I started incorporating the Cree language into into the classical music and into my own music too. And it was bringing my, it brought back my language. Like I don't speak it fluently, but I, because I started doing that, I started learning my languages and it started to come come back to me again. So yeah, it's just the... And whatever genre, right? Doesn't have to be classical. It could be jazz or country or or whatever is passionate for you. Just try it out. You never know. You never know. Exactly. Right. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I want to thank you again for for being my guest tonight, and I'm glad that we we connected uh, the past couple weeks. We we connected, right? I'm glad you reached out to me and. And I'm, I'm glad you shared your mute, your what you what you're doing, and the incredible music that you're playing. And it, it's just been uh, uh, so wonderful to to have you on. And and uh, you're my first flute player on on the on the show. So it's wow, that's
2: awesome. Yeah, and thank you so much for putting this on. You know, it's so important for us to be able to connect with one uh, one another. Um, you know. Um, and being able to share our art and our passions with each other. Um, so thank you so much for all of your time and effort that you put into this series. It's definitely appreciated. So yeah.
1: Thank you. So yeah, so I'm really glad. And I just want to make a call out to people, go and go and uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel and, and you'll be able to see all the past shows that, I, that I've the past artists that I've interviewed and uh, all of them were so special and and it, uh, it it's really exciting and my next guest next year ne- next year next week next Monday <laughs> is Casey Koisken. He's from uh, I believe he's from Northwest Territories and he lives in Winnipeg. He's he's an artist and a musician so I'm really excited to have to interview him next week. And Friday, don't forget the fundraising show. That'll be on uh, live on my Facebook as well. So I wanna thank everyone for for coming out. Uh, Oh, Sherry Sherry said thank you both for sharing your knowledge and positive energy with us this evening. Thank you for tuning in, Sherry. Thank you, Ms. Hallstrom.
2: See you, thank you.
0: Tune in again next time when Rhonda interviews another up-and-coming Indigenous superstar. Only on Indigenous Superstar.